Welcome to Malcolm Reed's How to Barbecue Right, a podcast where we talk about barbecue, share recipes, and discuss all things delicious. And now, here's your host, Malcolm and Rochelle Reed. Hey, welcome back to the How to Barbecue Right podcast. I'm your host, Malcolm Reed, joined by my lovely and talented wife, Miss Southern Shell. Shell, we made it to almost to the end of May. Yeah. Memphis in May is over. It's just Malcolm and May now. It's just Malcolm. It's just finishing out Malcolm and May, right? I don't know how I feel about that. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Malcolm and May. It's not been a – I guess it's been a good May. I don't know. It's been a whirlwind. It's been a boy. That was all uh, – that was kind of Katie's idea, wasn't it? Yeah, I think so. Yeah. Well, I think we started talking it. about that because we didn't know if there was actually going to be a Memphis in May. So we said, we'll just do Malcolm and May to have a backup plan. <laughs> we just rolled with it. Yeah. It's you know, it was a koozie. Yeah. <laughs> if anything, we got a cool koozie out of it. Heck yeah, we sold out of those koozies. They're yeah. limited edition. Every yeah. quarter we're gonna do. That was a, a hot autumn at Memphis in May. Everybody come in the booth, yeah. one of one. Yeah, they didn't last long. I should have taken more out there. Did we you have more? We only have uh, a few left here at the shop. We probably got some of those uh, crawfish ones. Yeah, we got, crawl ones. <laughs> we got a ton of those. <laughs> <laughs> Tyler, what's going on, man? You doing all right today? I'm doing good. I know May's going by really fast. Yes. What? what Today is the 21st, is that right? Yep, 21st. Wow. We're recording this day of. That's unusual for us. That's how that's how backed up we are. We didn't get to, we didn't get to pre-record. <laughs> well, somebody was sick this week. <laughs> yeah, hey, I had the Montezuma's revenge. The, yeah, if you get the, if you get the Montez, I had the Mississippi River revenge. I had the yeah. River revenge this week. Something hit me after awards Friday night. By the time we we went and grabbed it by the Saturday dinner night. Saturday night, I don't yeah, even yeah. know what day it was. Fever got on me. I didn't think I was going to make it back to the hotel room. I was driving like a madman through the, all the downtown traffic and slammed it up in the valet line <laughs> and ran for the elevator. <laughs> and it's been four or five days. I still ain't 100%. That <laughs> was not fun. I don't know what I contracted, but it was, it wasn't a COVID, but it was something vicious. I know that. <laughs> my body, my body got cleansed. <laughs> Nobody else got sick. We were all in close Ninja quarters. Did. Yeah, he did. He did. We were all in close. Did you Ninja eat something similar? No, I only saw him just a couple of times. Yeah. You know, so, I mean, I don't know what it must have I mean, there's a stomach bug going around the area. I mean, uh, some, one of our, uh, Katie's daughter was sick, come home from sick from school or something with it. So, I don't think it was a stomach bug. I think he ate something bad. I don't know. Whatever I think he it had was. Poisoning. Whatever it was, I do not want it again. And I would be glad. I'll be glad when I'm back to 100. percent So, do you want to talk about Fergie, the Fergie burn ins first? Or yeah, because we had recorded that right before Memphis and May. Yeah, hey, that's Fergie, when I was sick. Fergie showed up for like one day at Memphis. And May. Yeah, did he fly in just for one day? Yeah, he popped in. He was hanging out with the Sugar Fire guys and uh, Sterling. Yeah, Luke, Luke, Luke Yeah, they all had a team going, cooking and hog. But he just came in for the day, did some promo stuff. Stopped by the booth, we took a couple picks, and that was it. But uh, yeah, so we he came. Um, how long has that been, Tyler? Two. It was when I was sick. Yeah, so it was probably like two or three weeks. Beginning ago. of May. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Oh, it was when oh, Spring no, it Fest. Was April. It was when Spring Fest was supposed to be. They moved Spring Fest. Yeah. So it opened it up for him to come in, and uh, I wanted to see. I wanted to see how to do Kansas City style burn ins from from a pro. So Fergie, he showed me. He owns the KC Grilling Shop. Yeah. Casey Grilling Company. That's right. Yeah. Um, and he does competitions and he has rubs and sauces and stuff mm-hmm. like that. But he's located He's on the in board Kansas of Kansas City Barbecue Society. KCBS, really? yeah. He's a he's one of the he's a really good he's a you know he's known for his burning burn ins yeah, and brisket. brisket yeah, yeah. Yeah. They were really good burn ins. They were excellent. Yeah. They were excellent. And they were those were just uh choice grade uh brisket points that he brought. So where do you source the brisket points? He gets them, I mean, out in Kansas City, I guess you can, he, he orders them from, yeah, just his local purveyor uh, by the case, he says. He sells them in the store. You can buy them points already ready to go. You don't have to do much trimming to them or anything. In the video, he says he gets them for, in a three-pack. Yeah, that, wouldn't that be cool? Yeah. If I could get a three-pack of points, man, I ain't nothing like that in Memphis. Mm-mm. So you think they, I hadn't found them. you think they sell them at like a Sam's and Costco out there in Kansas City? Uh, probably so. I don't know. I wonder if you could get them online and order them. Just um, the points. I know Matt Pittman does. I mean, I know, like, see, a lot of those, like, he probably gets them from, like, Benny Keith or someone like that. Uh, and and uh, Fergie told me his purveyor out there, but it was like, you know, it wasn't like Cisco. It was like a, 
it was a local purveyor that did like food service. So I'm sure they supply the barbecue restaurants because you know those Kansas City restaurants burn ins are on every menu, so you know they're not just cutting their yeah whole whole they don't have time to cut their whole briskets down. So they have to be getting those no. points in. So I imagine they they're selling more burn ins by the pound than they are. They probably do slices. Yeah. Um, so the hardest part about that recipe might be sourcing. Yeah, once you get the points. I mean, you could buy a whole brisket and cut it down yourself. Kevin sells them. You can buy points from him. Like, But there are Wagyu points that he already <laughs> trimmed out the flat. And they're a little more expensive, <laughs> but they're delicious. You're talking about I've the got, butcher shop. I, I actually have a couple in the freezer. Really? Yeah, out here in the shop, in the shop freezer. I found them the other day. I was like, whoa, I forgot about these. Are they Wagyu? Yeah. They're okay. A9 Australian, but, they're man, they are Let's make a note about that. Yeah, I need to write that down. <laughs> Cook those burn ins. <laughs> I'll go ahead and write that down. Cook those burn ins for shell. I wish you had I mean, got some of those. Did I bring no, I you brought, brought me home? a few yeah. home. I, so I did get to try them, and I thought they were just textbook, really good. How you wanted to burn, burn in. in? Yeah, yeah. It, his recipe wasn't complicated. It was, you know, no. it, it wasn't. There's, I mean, it was all about putting, some, you know, seasoning on it, putting some smoke on it. Wrapping it up, had the beef consomme in there. What do you mix it with? Beef consomme and something else. Um, do you like remember Tyler? Cosmos, wasn't it? Yeah, it yeah. Was the Cosmos, Cosmos beef. brisket beef. Stuff. Yeah, he just put that in a bowl and then poured it in there. Let it roll till it was super tender. I mean, they were, you know, he ran them on up, cubed them up, tossed them. Man, they were dynamite. Did he rest them before he sliced mm, it into cubes? Not a whole Any? lot, you know. Of course, he didn't like been, pull out a cooler and. Actually, no, it. no, like, it wasn't. It, was, yeah. it wasn't a step. No, it was like we we knocked that out. It was like right on. I mean, it wouldn't hurt you to really, you know, with burn ends. I don't rest them either. I mean, when I when I usually separate, I rest the flat. But when I make the burn ends, I can I usually keep them up, continue cooking them, and cook them down. And our contest burn ends a little different than his because I do it a little yeah. sweet. I add barbecue sauce to it a little bit. He had so, barbecue sauce, but it, it wasn't like uh, his was like. To me, it was beefier, which I don't use the consomme, which I like because it gives. I mean, it gives it that. Um, it's like a beefy, extra fortified beef flavor. Yeah, and so. that Cosmos brisket mop, it has. Does it have phosphates in it? Mm, I don't know. You don't think so? It no, it's kind of. I think it tastes like to me the old. Uh, do you remember when we went to Travis Clark's class and he gave us that brisket? Uh, wrapping liquid, yes. Where it had like the beer in it, the Worcestershire had different, you know, all these different things, and that's what Cosmos reminds me of, just in one bottle. You don't have to buy twenty ingredients to make the, yeah. Pop. And that's a classic, uh, contest style brisket. They call it mop, but it's really like a wrap. Yeah. And I get. I mean, I don't, I don't know people that because it's kind of thick. It, yeah, it has consistency, but I mean, it's 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 different, you know. It's it's like it's kind of a cross between a marinade and a brine a little bit and I don't know and a mop I guess I don't know, I don't know why they call it a mop I don't ever see anybody actually like basting and mopping yeah. briskets but it always goes in the wrap it's good stuff I like the Cosmo yeah. stuff I've used it before I can't we sell it online yeah we sell it online and in the store no just online I think I think we just sell it we should online. have that here local though because that's something people use. You know what? That's a good thing. I'm gonna tell Katie, <laughs> tell yeah, Mikey and Katie. Mike, yeah, but no, his uh, and it really didn't take that long. We we ran the outlaw two seventy five three hundred. I mean, so what does he typically cook on? Does he cook on outlaw? Mm, I think he cooks on gravity fed most of the time. Oh, he has a uh, Randall's pits. What are those? Uh, the ones he's cooked on? Uh, um, deep south. Deep south. Yeah, yeah. Deep south gravity feds. I think that's what he, he cooks on most of the time. Really? Out of the shop, out of his shop, I think they got all, I mean, they got several different ones too, though. He does a bunch of classes out there. I want to go check it out. Ask people to come in. Yeah, he's got a pretty big shop out there, doesn't he? Um, Yeah, well, I don't know how, like, I think he told me his retail is probably two or three times the size of ours, but he's got a a big classroom. So that's what's cool. It's like a, a learning place, too, so. Y'all filmed it at Mark and Emily's. We did because the weather was supposed to be bad. And we don't have a covered patio like Mark and Emily yeah, do. Yeah, so I, mean, I do love Mark. So I'm envious of his setup. It's so nice under his back porch. I mean, it's like a 
outdoor living room or something. Yeah. Like. It's got the fireplace with the TV and the furniture and the bar, and he put his big cook. Like that day, we had the BFO under there, and we had his hybrid. Still room for pellet grills and all the other stuff. And we were running a full-blown rib practice for Memphis and May. <laughs> At the same time, we were doing the Fergie videos. So it's just it's, it's super nice. You can see that on his on Mark's videos. You can kind of see his setup. Yeah. You can walk. I just like the fact you can walk from their back of their, you know, from their back door to the cooking area without. Having to go in the weather. Yeah, the having elements. to go in the weather. Unlike ours where you had to go outside and then you had to walk around and. One of these days we'll have a good one of these days. Shell. I always got to have goals, right? You got to have goals. I want to cover the whole entire thing on ours outside and screen it in, and make it to where I can put the grills in and out. That way, it's. I Are you going to like fill it. in the pool? And build a new pool? Yeah, that sounds like a plan. <laughs> we'll fill that pool in. Just push everything out in the yard. Heck yeah! Build a new pool with like a, a lazy a river and everything. <laughs> <laughs> have a lazy river that goes down towards the lake and back around. I want like a Hugh Hefner grotto out there. <laughs> we're gonna get crazy. We're gonna get crazy with it. <laughs> I would love to have that, like the the pool show we watch on HGTV. Yeah, insane pools or yeah. off the deep end or one of them. Yeah, where they build the they they build those big rock grottos. Mm-hmm. And they can put a lazy river that makes a loop around. Yeah. Do you know what kind of uh, how much Probably, water it takes? <laughs> oh, imagine the pumps and the everything. Oh, it takes multiple pumps. Man, we'd have turtles and snakes and all kind of stuff living out there where we are. You beavers. can't just yeah, yeah, there'd be beavers trying to dam up the lazy river. You can't just you can't just put something like that in Mississippi, I don't think. Not where we live. Not with the rednecks. <laughs> yeah. Have you seen those living pools? It's like a it almost looks like a pond, but it has like a sand entry and I showed you that and I was like, let's yeah. do this and you had some bad words to say. <laughs> if I want to do that, I'm just gonna jump off the dock. That's what well, it it's supposed to be like though. no chemicals and or low I chemicals. Being, I ain't yeah. buying it. Yeah, I ain't buying that. I don't think it's for our climate. Yeah, I like to see my blue bottom so I can tell what's in there. <laughs> At least I feel like I got a fighting chance. <laughs> There's a stick of water boxing in there or something. <laughs> uh, but Fergie's meth- method was really simple. Yeah, it's easier than cooking a whole <laughs> whole brisket. Yeah, way easier. Yeah, yeah. And there think, was no messing it up. Yeah. You didn't really have to worry about overcooking it. The only thing you could have done wrong on that was undercook it, you know, take it off too soon. And he was going just by straight feel. He didn't yeah. really care about temp. It was like 210 or whatever it was. Up I think there. it was 209 in yeah. the video is yeah. what it showed. So he yeah. got it on up there. Yeah. yeah. It was tender. It was, I mean, they were, they were melting your mouth, and that's what you want. You With think- a burn in to me, a burn in should almost like have much chew at all. It's just you put it in your mouth and you get all the meatiness, and it's just. Mm, it almost kinda, dissolves without being yeah, mushy. That's a perfect one. Yeah. Yes. If it's mushy, it's yeah, it's not good. Yeah. If it's chewy either, it's not good. It's it's fine line to me when they're just right. And those really, I mean, you know, you say burn ins, that's not it's really not what a burn in is. The burn ins were the free pieces that those guys when they started selling brisket out in Kansas City, they would cut it right there at the counter and they would you can't slice the ends of the brisket because it wants to crumble or it's always overcooked. And that's the that's the pieces that was exposed the most. So they kind of got burned a little or overcooked. And so they would cut that off into some form of a – it wasn't a perfect cube. It yeah. was just a chunk, you know, here and there. And they'd put it up on top of the counter. And that was – if you were up there ordering you a pound or whatever you're getting, they'd, they'd throw you that while you're standing in line or something. And that's why they called them burnt ends when people got to wanting them. So they had to start fixing them to sell, <laughs> yeah. and then they ended up, we'll just cube the whole thing, and the competition come along, turn them into these perfect little one-by-one cubes and all that. So that's what we got now. It is one of my favorite, as far as the competition, uh, you know, chicken, ribs, oh, yeah. pulled pork, and uh, brisket, the burn-ins is my favorite bite out of all that. Yeah. Do you know, this is a, fun, this is a good barbecue fact. I can't remember the guy's name, but he was the one that went to Kansas City and kind of he he and started the whole selling the the burn ins and all that out there. And he's from Memphis, so all these people that claim Kansas City really you know started the whole barbecue thing out in Kansas City. It was a guy from Memphis that went out there and did it. I, and I got a link to it on my computer saved. I need to go back and find that name. I'm googling it and see if I can find it. I think he was the Calvin one. Trillin. That Does might, that sound? That sounds about right. Oh, I don't no, know. this is Kansas uh, City native Calvin uh, Tri- Trillin is often credited. Credited with popularizing burn-ins. That's not who it is, then. This guy, I think this guy, 
help start gates or something like that. It was one of the one of the original barbecue. I mean, he started with like a barbecue cart or something like that. So Henry Perry. That sounds like it yep. right there. He's from Memphis. Yep. What does it oh, say? Oh gosh, she was born in eighteen seventy four. That's that's a good long time ago, <laughs> wasn't it? Dang. <laughs> Um, he's the self-proclaimed father of Kansas City Barbecue. Look at that. He was born in Shelby County. That's right. That's right here. One county over from us right now. <laughs> so who would have thought that, that a man from Memphis created Kansas City-style barbecue? They want to talk about how. You just like this because it gives you more justification. Yeah, <laughs> Memphis, that's right. To our style. I'm okay with it that. It came from here. I don't care what you say. I mean, really, all barbecues kind of started from what that says here and went on out. is. That a native Memphian <laughs> knows how to cook barbecue, went out to Kansas City, brought barbecue to Kansas City, and started the whole thing. So, I'm going to talk about barbecue regions. Memphis is go. the best. Memphis is the best. <gasps> Texas pretty good, too. Uh, that's not, I mean, it's, it's, it's a whole good. different it's a whole category. Different thing, yeah. It's beef barbecue. Yeah. They, are, they are the best. They're the best beef of beef. If you want to say, where's the best beef barbecue, I would say Texas. Now, if you want to talk pork, you're not going to beat Memphis. So, overall, it's a great experience. Cooking with Fergie? <laughs> yeah. Oh, heck yeah, it was. Oh, he's fun, man. Tyler edited that video. So, Fergie is the one that uh, taught me how to do the Miller Lite thing, Tyler. Oh, really? Where we put the, you know, the uh, what would you call them, Malcolm bombs? Yeah. Where we take the hot, so we take a can of Miller Lite. I mean, just the ice cold, refreshing one of the best beers you can drink, just an everyday beer. It's not craft. It's not nothing fancy. It's just good drinking American beer. One you can Miller lay Lock, with. Gold Top Can. What did he call it? I don't know what they call it. I couldn't find a name for it online. Yeah, I don't know what it, I don't know what I don't know what he called them. He said, "Hey man, this guy showed me this, and we do them all the time." And so I said, "All right, let's try it." <laughs> and so you take hot sauce and you put all over the lid. Like take take a Gold Top Can of Miller Lite. Pre-open. Don't open it. Okay. Yeah, where you're going to open it, where the little pop top is, you take, I don't know, what would you say, four or five good dashes of hot sauce? Mm-hmm. That's considerable. Yeah, then you sprinkle on some rub. Now, we used hot rub when we were filming the video. I've been using Gringo just because I, I think it tastes good in it. A lot of people said they used Tajin. Oh, oh yeah. Yeah, Tajin yeah. or whatever you say. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You put anything that's kind of, you don't want something super salty, but you want yeah. to have some flavor, a little bit of spice. And then you squeeze a good lime wedge right on top of that. So you made this kind of muddy, hot, saucy, limey mess right on top of your top. You pop it, and you take a big chug, and all that the beer comes in and gives mixes with all those flavors, and tastes delicious. It gives that Miller Lite really some flavor. I mean, you need it. Kind of, it's kind of reminds me of the Michelada that we do. Yep. You know, it's, it's a lot what it's like. Yeah. Just in one drink. So what's a Michelada? Um, it's uh, clamato juice and beer, and Worcestershire, little soy, lime juice. That's about it, I'm telling you. That's about what we put in there. That's a good hangover. That's really what they use. Yeah. It, well, yeah. You go to the Mexican restaurant after you've had too many surfaces or margaritas the night before, the next day, that'll get you going. You leveled out. But it's on ice. This is a just a frosty can of gold top Miller Lite. <laughs> Did you do any of those at Memphis MA? I did. We did do one, didn't we? We did, starting <laughs> off the morning strong. <laughs> so, Tyler, this you is— I think that's where I got food poisoning, too. <laughs> must have been oh. blaming on a bad gold top. Beer don't ever cause food poisoning. <laughs> There's no way it does. It's caused other— Have you ever had a bad beer? Have you ever had a bad, like, oh, it's a bad beer? I have. You can tell. They've been hot and cold too many times. They've been through too many cycles. Yeah. yeah. I don't know if it's made me sick, but it definitely definitely tastes, <laughs> right, yeah. tastes bad. You save those till you're about four or five deep. And then it don't matter. And then it don't matter. Yeah. <laughs> hey, well, that's nothing on the dudes beside us doing their, what do they call those? Dunkaroos. Dunkaroos. Did you have that on the list to talk about? <laughs> oh, no. Oh, man. Dunkaroos. I wanted to get Tyler doing a Dunkaroos so bad. I'm too old and big to do Dunkaroos. <laughs> I can do sit downs. <laughs> sit downs. Sit downs. Like, yeah. You take a shot, somebody dumps a cooler over and you and chug a beer. I can do that. <laughs> we call those sit downs and they get old. But they had a horse trough and it was probably half as long as this table right here. 
Just yeah. filled up. Mm-hmm. I don't know about the river it's... water. <laughs> they were getting water from somewhere and putting it in it. <laughs> Old cooler yeah, water or something. Yeah. And they were and they were out there. These were younger guys, you know, these were younger guys. Yeah, they were out yeah. there, had the shirts off, all buffing everything. And so they would they would keyhole a beer, get it ready, have it on standby, ready to shotgun. They had a jar. They said they were supposed to have what did they say they were supposed to be? I saw him shooting several things. One day yeah, there was, it was moonshine. Yeah, that is a tequila or something. He like told that. me what it was supposed to be, but they didn't have it. All they had was a jar of like apple pie moonshine. Apple pie moonshine, and they would turn that moonshine up, and the guy would put his hands on this big tub and do a handstand. Somebody pick his legs like you're doing a keg stand, you know, back in the day. And they'd hold him up, and he put his head in there. And I don't really, I they, never, I they never basically dunked his head. I couldn't tell how long because it wouldn't like. Yeah, it was pretty quick. But it was different times every once. Some of them put their heads in there and go around like they were fishing for something. And then, and then they, and then some of them, they just dab in and get out. I guess it was however long you wanted to stay in there. And I don't know what that had to do with anything. But then they'd stand them back upright and hand them that shotgun beer and they'd do that, you know, they'd shotgun that beer. So that was the Dunkaroo. So these guys did that. All weekend. <laughs> like, every second of every day. I mean, they were constantly. And I don't know if they changed the water out or if they just added to it every time. Kept adding ice. <laughs> yeah, kept adding ice. <laughs> but, was, it, uh, was it iced water? Oh, yeah, yeah. It was iced water. So by Friday night at the awards, because they had they uh, got a call in sauce. Uh, I think they ended up third or fourth. I didn't tomato know that. Sauce. Yeah. Yeah. yeah and, um, I like those guys. Those are some fun neighbors to have. So – uh, who was it went over there? I think it was Brian. Uh, Brian, he went up to the award. No, Brian and Jamie, they went to the awards Friday night. And uh, they said these guys, the Dunkaroo guys, they were just out there laid out like the awards. <laughs> like, I said, what do you mean? They said, they're just laying on the ground, man. I, said, I guess they got tired <laughs> doing all those Dunkaroos. They would smooth out. They didn't stop them, though. They come back, started back doing Dunkaroos. <laughs> You've been there, maybe not with the dunk That's what I love but... about Memphis. <laughs> we used to do uh, the strawberry shots, and those were one of my favorites to do. I bet <laughs> we would take like we go to the farmers market or Sam's or somewhere that you could get lots of strawberries. Yeah, like I'm talking flats, and we'd we'd take one afternoon and we'd haul them out, cut the core out, cut a little divot in it to where to hold something. We put them in a big like dispenser, like one of those five gallon dispensers, just fill it up, and then we pour the vodka to it. And it might take I don't know two, three half gallons to f- completely submerge all the strawberries. And we let it soak what a day, yeah, in that vodka overnight. And then you'd so you'd set that by the bar, and then you'd have all these bottles of Kahlua lined up with the little pour spigots in them, and cans of whipped cream. I don't know how many cans of whipped cream, ready whip whipped cream, we'd buy. It'd probably be two or three cases of that stuff. It was a lot. And then we had like a bar chair that kind of leaned back in. (laughs) (laughs) So you'd sit in that bar chair and you'd fish out somebody, whoever was at the bar. It was typically a girl would sit in the bar chair and lean back. As far as she could lean. Yeah, you'd lean her way back. (laughs) (laughs) And then you'd get those strawberries, get it out of that vodka, pour Kahlua all in it, fill it with whipped cream. And then just slide it right down her throat. <laughs> <laughs> and man, those things were awesome. They would get you. They you do you a dozen of those, and you done. You were through booking. You'd have been out there laying out at awards too. Oh, <laughs> uh, that's how you get your wife and girlfriend mad at you. Oh yeah. Start passing out too many of those because the girls get into it. They, oh, they start licking it. fingers. Yeah. And... Then we got the sharpies out, and they let you just autograph them. They didn't care. <laughs> this is getting too deep. We gotta get. We gotta stay away from these stories. Good times at barbecues. <laughs> More of a live stream yeah, kind of is, conversation. I think this is a PG one. I don't know. If this is... <laughs> <laughs> we don't do that. Stuff we don't do that stuff. Nope. No more strawberry. Can we, can we bring the strawberry charts back just sure. once? Let's go for just it. Once. I want to do a TikTok on it. I think that would be a great TikTok. We just need some. We need Mikey to go do some recruiting for us <laughs> for some extras. Memphis Grizzlies. <laughs> uh, hey, Tyler needs to tell that story because I wasn't there then. All right. So our retail manager, Mikey. We are walking down, just kind of meeting people all throughout Memphis in May, and we have this big idea to do like a big music video using one of the Nelly's song. Uh, is it just let me see your grill or yeah, something, grill? something like that. What, you know the let song? me see your grill. Yeah. And so we want it to be this big music video with a bunch of girls like washing Malcolm's grills and stuff. And so we've been trying to like theorize as to who we want to get for that music video. So we had talked about asking some local cheerleading teams like Northwest or 
you know, preferably Memphis University, something like that. So we pass. Uh, I want to say it was called Grind City. It was Grind City's tent. Yeah. And the uh, three of the Grizz girls were there. But they had like a monster booth, like two story, double decker. Yes. Done up. Yeah. It was humongous, and there was like NBA players upstairs and everything hanging out and stuff. Yeah. So that was part of the Grizzlies. So, anyways, we're walking by, and I'm telling Mikey the story, and you know. You know, Mikey's feeling pretty good, I think, at this point. He may have had a, a, a gold top or two. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, he's like, you want me to go ask him for you? And I was like, no, Mikey, don't worry about it. <laughs> We're just, just don't even worry about it. And he was like, all right. So then we pass it again on the way back. He's like, I'm going to ask him. And then he starts hollering <laughs> up to him like, hey, I got a proposition for y'all. <laughs> he's proposition of the grizzly girl. I mean, that's an intimidating situation. That's Heck a, yeah. yeah. <laughs> he just grabbed the... <laughs> So what was, was there, were they talking to him? Yeah, uh, they hollered down at us for a little while, <laughs> and he said that we had a we had a video that they, we wanted them to be in, and took a little bit more convincing past that. And then uh, they did he get anywhere? Did he get a, Did he get a firm yes or no? Yeah. So we so she she wanted us to follow her on Instagram, so we did that, and then they said just uh, contact them when <laughs> when we wanted. Mikey even averted the agent. He said, we don't want to work with an agent. We want to oh, work yeah, with you. Yeah. He's smart. I like Mikey's style. <laughs> I can see Mikey being like, I'm your yeah, agent Yeah, I'm the agent now. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Let's get you some paying gigs. I don't know what, I don't know what these Grizzlies are paying you, but we got some, we're going to need you to get in the back of this Ford truck where we got this grill hooked to it. <laughs> we're going to do a music video. Ace2Q girl. <laughs> Q girls. No, we had a great year this year. It was. We finished sixth place in the rib category. That's our best finish yet in ribs. Yeah. In the pro division, sixth. I mean, we were on. We got to be on stage. Well, they only let two of us go on stage. So you weren't feeling good at that time. And no, so it was already starting. To, something was coming on me. I knew it. Well, we had a big issue at ribs too. Yeah. Oh yeah. No, rib teams got done wrong. So tell so, that story, Malcolm. So rib judging starts. You've got so with Memphis and May. You've got. Uh, two parts. You've got the blind part, which everybody knows, build a blind box, and you turn it in and it's judged. Well, at Memphis, you also have to do on-site judging, and that's where three different judges come to your booth spaced out about 15 minutes apart. Or it, they come every yeah. 15 minutes. That's how it works. You get three of them. And they're supposed to be there at 1.15 for ribs. So they have scheduled times where you know where your ribs have to be done. Your site has to be pristine. You've got to have everything ready to go, and it's 1.15. That's go time for us. So we build our rib box. We get it, ran in at one fifteen, and um, at one thirty, we're expecting that first judge. That's when they're supposed to be there. I might have said one fifteen, but it's one thirty. Yeah, we're supposed to have that first judge right there on site. So we're out there, everything's ready to go. Ribs are on the grill because you got to show them on the grill. Um, you know, guys are on point. You got everything looking fresh, and me and Waylon are out front, standing there with their, you know, at the gate to our booth, waiting on judges. And we see some of them start kind of meandering through. There's usually some kind of Memphis and May official out there, and he's helping them figure out which team they go to. And, you know, five minutes goes by, and we're like, we're behind schedule. You know, that judge is five minutes late. We never had this happen. Another five minutes goes by, and we're like, okay, something's wrong now. Our second judge is going to be here. We haven't even done the first judge. It's throwing us off. Well, word starts coming down. All judges report back to the judging tent. So the teams beside us, they had judges in the booth. A lot of them did. They pulled all those judges back, sent them all back to the booth, and we're like, what's going on? You know, our ribs are sitting here, on, you know, ready. You can't really hold them at that point. You're, you're go. And then they say there was a mix-up with the scorecards some kind of way. Someone got duplicated. So they had to trash all the scoring cards, reprint them, and redistribute them, give everybody new assignments, new teams, and get them back out. So it was – It's 4 o'clock. It was 4.15 before we ever got our first judge. So that was like two hours, 45 minutes for us that we're trying to hold ribs. Now, we've got our finals ribs that we still got to glaze and everything because you got to have another round after you do your preliminary round. So, I mean, it was like you're pretty much – the rib teams were dead in the water. It's so hard to hold ribs that long. If you didn't have some that were kind of staged out, you weren't going to do very well. Now, we improvised pretty well being the team we are. Were, yeah, Our ribs were – Really, really good this year. Do I think that they had a chance to win first place if we had got to go when we went? Um, we made the best out of it. You know, yeah. I didn't let it. I didn't let it throw the presentation off or oh, anything. No. Um, we we held our ribs. I mean, that's what we had to do. But we've cooked Memphis May for twenty years almost. We've yeah. never seen anything like this happen. No, no, never. Yeah, that was that was crazy. 
And a lot of teams were pissed. Um, I heard a lot of them say they were going to turn the judges away. They were going to ask for their money back. It was just it was a as a bad mess up. I mean, I mean, I know mess ups happen. We had a good attitude about it. Like, eh, let's yeah. just have a beer. Have oh, the Dunkaroo team they just they, they just took all their ribs and started serving them. They put all their food out and turned their music up. Started doing Dunkaroo. It's all about how they fared. They were some good guys. Oh, good people. Yeah. I love cooking next to them. Oh no, they're like a real competition team. They oh, yeah. like, did well in uh, Eudora, I think. A Toka, a Toka. I think is where they That's just cooked recently. Yeah. They had done well in What was the team name? Was it remember? Swino One or something like that? Uh, it might have been. I don't I didn't get their team name. I met the uh, the head cook and his son and his wife, and they were really good. I mean, I met a bunch of people there. They were turning in good food. They were letting yeah. me try it. Yeah. They, 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 she brought over some, uh, for their chicken entry, it was a, it was a excellent. Mm-hmm. Uh, I thought so, too. You know, chicken thigh. I thought, so. man, that was one of the best pieces of meat I had. It was a KCBS. Yeah, style. Chicken, yeah. yeah, it was, I mean, yeah, it, was, it was textbook. Um, the team next to us on the other side of us, they turned in mountain lion. For their is, that what, is that where that mountain lion came from? Yes. I didn't try it, man. I just, I can't eat my cat. You didn't want to get sick. Smokey is almost as big as a mountain lion. <laughs> yeah. I was like, I don't know, man. I mean, when you looked at it, you don't see smoky. You just see meat in a pan. Yeah, but I just know. It tasted like dry pork loin. Really? Yeah. With a turkey. I mean, you could eat it, right? Oh, yeah, yeah. Would you go out of your way to go shoot a mountain nah. lion just to eat that? No. Nah. I'd have a problem processing a mountain lion. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> like, I could take the meat and it say mountain lion on the package yeah. and oh, cook it. Yeah. Some mountain lion tenders or whatever. <laughs> <laughs> but, yeah. but I tried it. Yeah. Now I can say I did. We did um, those Gamekeeper butchery from Mossy Oaks, uh, bison ribeyes. And that did well. Yeah, they for us. turned out fantastic. Uh, Brian Wesson cooked those, and he got it was actually like a four way tie for first. It's actually but, a five way tie. But I guess they coin flipped it out, and we ended up fourth in it. But that was still awesome. I mean, yeah. it was really solid entry. I mean, it was good. He cooked them on a PK, um, seasoned them up. Kind of, he, he, he really did them kind of competition style. But he used Mark and Jamie's new prime beef rub. It's kind of a prototype they're working on uh, getting bottled, actually. They got the recipe down. and It has a has a real good mushroom finish to it. And it's like, you know, this umami flavor of beef, and it just brings out whatever you put it on. So that was what I, I think. I mean, on that bison, it was, it was cooked, you know, rare to rare plus. That's where it shines because it didn't. That's the big difference in the bison and like regular beef. It doesn't have as much fat. Yeah. So it looked. The meat is real pretty. It's like bright oh, yeah. red. Yeah. 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 It's a real like deep red, you know. It's a, uh, it's really, it was really good. That oh, boars and cheese one. sauce with it. Yeah. It yes. had that boars and cheese sauce. I will say. Um, There's pictures of it. Do you put them on Instagram? Or y'all, y'all yeah, yeah. put them all over social, right? Uh, The exotic was great. It yeah. was wonderful. It deserved you know, winning. Oh yeah, Mark's beef was absolutely oh, was perfect. Robbed. <laughs> Mark got robbed. I mean, he got he was twelfth, so he did an A nine um, fillet, whole the whole beef tenderloin, cut them into fillets, and they were phenomenal. He got them from Kevin at the butcher shop. Did them on the PK. Did them with his beef rub. Same season that Mark used on mm-hmm. the bison. Did the same boars and cheese sauce. Yeah, they were similar entries. That that. uh a nine fillets. I've said this before. It might have been the best first bite of meat, but man, they were. They was up there with some of the best beef you could possibly eat. I, I just find it hard to believe there's just that much better beef on the planet than that because <laughs> it is so good. It melts in your mouth. You don't need teeth to eat it. You don't need a knife to cut it. But he, it I is, mean, it was seasoned just perfectly. Oh yeah. The he got the perfect cook on yeah, it. Yeah, it was beautiful. It was. I didn't see. You know, there was absolutely nothing wrong. It was yeah. perfect. There was, I mean, of all that. It was the best beef entry I've ever seen. It was good. It was really, yeah. really good. Did you be- try think it? better than oh, David's yeah. when he won? Because Dave, that's what Dave did. Oh, yeah, fillets. that's true. He did, but he did yeah. beef fillets. Yeah. I don't know. I mean, I he did. Remember. I mean, they just, I think they're just choice, though. So. Yeah. Yeah. Did you try them? I did. Yeah, they were awesome. Yeah. I mean, and just watching the process and stuff like that and how specific everything was to the T, like. It was like watching like a scientist go to work. It was really cool. <laughs> <laughs> really cool. Yeah. That was, our our ancillaries were solid now. Yeah. We did wings on Thursday. Yeah. And then we turned in um we did our, the garlic parm wings on the yeah. BFO. 
Um, they were they were good. They were good. They were really good. We did our regular sauces, regular vinegar, regular tomato sauce, but you turned in a new mustard sauce. That's right. I was kind of expecting that to win. It was Man, good. It was good. Yeah. So, uh, are you going to bottle that? I don't know. It's <laughs> so every year, Cattleman sponsors <laughs> Memphis and May. <laughs> You're not. I would tell it like it is. I'm not going to lie. Why, why would I lie? <laughs> the, the Cattleman sponsors Memphis and May, and they to the teams they give you like a little form. And you can pick out what is it, ten or fifteen gallons Something or whatever. Like that. You get some ketchup. Yeah, and yeah. You pick. They got a list sauce. of stuff. Whatever you want. Yeah. So they have one called Cattleman's. Used to Carolina Gold, and it's their mustard sauce, and we use it for meatball. It makes the best crock pot meatballs you yeah. ever had. But it's just a their mustard based, uh, and I, I like it. And people in Memphis use it for wings all the time. They got they mix it with honey into these honey gold wings with a little hot sauce. So I took. And just knowing that the judges probably know the Cattleman's flavor because they've been sponsoring it for years, and it's a good mustard, sauce. and it's a good mustard sauce. I started with that, and they and they and they give you a bonus. Like if you win and you say thank you know thanks Cattleman's first when you go upstage, and you give them the recipe using some of the Cattleman's in the recipe, you get double the money. And so I was like, well, I'm gonna I'm gonna try to get that double the money in the mustard one. <laughs> so so I used the Cattleman's uh, honey Carolina gold. I mixed that with about half a bottle of my vinegar sauce. So they were so would you say 50, 50? 50, 50, 50, maybe, yeah. Maybe 60, And then 40. I added probably a quarter cup of honey. Oh, three ingredients. Added the honey it was good. three ingredients is all was in it. Mixed it up, heated it up, and I was like, dang, this is a good mustard sauce oh, it was now. so good. I was like, and then Waylon didn't know what I did. He was back there warming the sauces up for getting ready to turn in. He said, man, what is this mustard sauce? This is the best you ever made. I was like, yeah, you like that, don't you? That's a hard one. <laughs> Three ingredients. We need to contact Cattleman and see if they'll. I need to see if I can make that recipe. Like, make I've got oh, a good mustard oh. sauce that I make. Yeah. And I've thought about bottling it, but there's just not, I don't know, there's how many people buy mustard sauce. It depends on how good it is. If I'm making meatballs, I buy it. Yeah. When do you eat mustard sauce with barbecue? I mean, I don't. I don't either. That's the. I mean, I would go white Meatball, barbecue sauce. Maybe wings. Yeah, I mean it's good. It does. I love honey, hot honey gold wings, but it's just not something that the average your average person puts on barbecue. I mean, have you ever have you ever said, "Oh, I'm gonna get mustard sauce"? No, I can't even think of a good brand, honestly, yeah. off yeah. the top of my head. I mean, there's it's very yeah. There's not that many, really. It's a regional thing. It yeah. is. I think it's a Carolina thing, or maybe where the mustard whole mustard sauce thing started. And why I do not know. <laughs> I mean, it's it's nothing wrong with it. It's, it's great on not, chicken nuggets. Yeah, <laughs> I can see that. Um, we didn't, I don't know. I didn't do a recipe with it. I mean, have I done a hot honey gold wing recipe? I don't know if I have. I don't know. You well, you, I know Mark has. I don't know. That's a, you did for like a Instagram recipe. Yeah, you I didn't need like to do that. YouTube recipe. Yeah, uh, we didn't do a lot of cooking in the booth. We did to cook some lamb, the Lamb Federation or National <laughs> Lamb People. I don't know. So they gave us some lamb. We got lamb shoulder and lamb ribs. Those lamb ribs were good. Man, was it? It was. <laughs> we had some our judging friends, uh, Mr. Larry and Miss Jane Gashin, always come by and wish us luck or whatever. They help. They help. Uh, actually, I think they help organize our rep. A lot of SCA contests mm-hmm. now. Like when I first met them, they were judging Memphis and May style contest. Then they got into doing KCBS judging and helping and all that. But uh, they always come by. They help Memphis and May. They volunteer in the judging tent or something. So they come by, and they tried those ribs. And I was like, who wants to eat these lamb ribs? You know, me, just, and the, me and Larry. They Dang thought her. they were better than any rib they've ever had at Memphis and May. That's what Larry told me. And then he come back and asked me if we had more and said his wife loves them and wanted a recipe. I was like, Larry, we just put a hot rub on them and threw them on a the pit and didn't do nothing. I thought it was TX. No, I, I think it was, it was just hot? hot. Yeah, I mean that was it. There was it was just out of, out of some package of I don't know. I was, I was not impressed with the lamb ribs. They gave us a lamb shoulder. I wasn't that impressed with the lamb shoulder. Yeah. That's all I got to try. I didn't get. Like, I don't know why I missed the ribs or yeah. something. But do you like lamb? I, I do. I didn't yeah. love the shoulder. Yeah, uh, if I was a little strong, I couldn't eat a lot of it. But I heard the ribs I, were really good. I'm so. yeah. pretty sure it wasn't lamb. That was, that was full blown old man. <laughs> That's Mount Lion. <laughs> if you told me that was Mount Lion, I'd believe you. Yeah, I tried to bite it. I was like, what the? This ain't good. 
It left like a weird taste in my mouth for us. Very. It's kind of like, that's why I don't like lamb. I mean, I've had, I have had some lamb. And I'm like, wow, I get it. This is why people eat it. It's delicious. It didn't have any weird. You had a taste. good chop or something. Yeah. Usually, yeah. Yeah. It's usually it's usually a, off a chopper rack or something you've like had that. Had it at a fancy yeah, restaurant. But but other times I've had lamb. I was like, man, I wouldn't. Why would you want to eat this? We cooked brats one day. Um, Brian DeJong, we'll give him a shout out. He sent it to us. He said they were the best brats. They were from, world champion brats is what they said. They came from Sheboygan, Wisconsin. Yeah. Same place where they make Johnsonville. And he told me Johnsonville just spent all their money on marketing. That's why they got the big name and everything. But these are the real deal best brats in Wisconsin from Sheboygan, Wisconsin. And they were Meisfelds, I think is how you say it. I don't know. M-I-E-S-F-E-L-D. Sounds like Meisfelds brats. to me. They were good. Somebody let us know if anybody's from Wisconsin knows anything about those. Send us a message and tell us the real deal. Yeah. Because I'm all, all we see is Johnsonville. Were these better than Johnsonville? Heck yeah, they were better. <laughs> they were awesome. <laughs> we smoked them though. We threw them on the Traeger, had them smoking. So you, um, they put I, them in I a beer bath. I beer bathed them. Yeah. Put them in there, let them simmer for a little while, and then I put them in, and then I put them right back on the rack, kind of dried them out, browned them up. And they were good. They were. We didn't have onions and peppers, but. That's the only thing we're missing with those. We had my eye. I'll tell you what else was jam up we did. It was a big Nathan's supersized dog, colossal dogs. Colossal all beef dogs. Go ahead and try those. You're missing out. That is the best hot dog you will ever like get. Twelve dollars so, a pack. They are. I mean, Twelve expensive. for eight. <laughs> yeah. It's the most expensive hot dogs you'll buy. But man, they're good. Everybody come in the booth that had what do y'all got? Hot dogs for lunch? I said, Yep. <laughs> man, that's the best hot dog going. There were some people that outlaw Jay Cray. They date one and they went back and got them like two dogs and was just eating dogs with the fork and putting the mustard and relish and stuff on it. I was like, man, I mean, they need bun on those. 100% beef dog is like the way to go for oh, that yeah. dog. Oh, yeah. Opinion. I mean, you throw them on the Traeger, you don't do nothing to them. You just cook them until I don't you know. You roll them. I roll them. How, how like long do you, so you're the hot dog cook. <laughs> <laughs> how long do you cook a hot dog on a Traeger? 30. 45 minutes? It don't take long. You're I really, mean, there is no set time. Yeah. We're going to take, I told Mark, I'm going to take that 885 and just see how many hot dogs we can put on. How many hot dogs? <laughs> I thought you were going to see how many on the BFA. Oh, we're going to do that too. Yeah. That would be a good one to do for like 4th of July. That's what is we're that doing. The, that's the day, that's when they do the big Nathan's hot dog contest, isn't it? Yeah. Maybe we need to do a Hernando hot dog eating contest. Absolutely. We get, like three, we get like three people to sign up. And we fill up the BFO, and we give out free hot dogs, and we and we do a thing, and guess how many hot dogs you can fit on it. Just do Not all stack, hot dogs. One on layer, it. as many hot dogs as we can get in it. That's awesome. Yes. And then we give out hot dogs, and we have a hot dog eating contest, and it's a 4th of July Star Spangled celebration. <laughs> well, we have it scheduled for the 20th. We can get us a dancing blow-up man. I got one. We got- <laughs> I bought a new sleeve. He's American <laughs> is he, flag. Is he American flag? Uncle Sam style? Um, can we get a red, white, and blue pig blow-up or a suit or something? <laughs> Give give me some time. All right, all right. I like I like where this is going. <laughs> <laughs> On June twenty sixth at the shop, we are doing like a Fourth of July demo type. Okay, day. that would be a perfect day. We can do the hot dog eating contest. Yeah, free hot dogs. Yes, we should do employees first, though. Of course. <laughs> <laughs> are you going to do, oh, do the hot dog eating absolutely, contest? I absolutely would. But see, you got we're doing the, the ones they the ones they do are just the skinny. Yeah, Nathan's mm-hmm. not the big jumbo cloth. You, you hurt somebody trying to make all your clothes. No, just the little ones. Yeah, no. Yeah, we're just doing how many? Regular how hot many dogs. you think you could do, Tyler? Bun. Are you gonna dunk it in water? Or you, you gotta just do buns. eat it normal. Yeah, oh, wait, gotta wait, eat the buns. If too. we're doing it, with, if we're doing it with buns, I mean, I could dunk it in water for sure. But we would you? To like, me, technically, you gotta have because I would ruin it. I would. I mean, I've never done one of those, but I would. If I got to dunk it in water, it's just, I don't know if I could just eat it. It dead. depends on who I'm going up against. I will yeah. say that, like, if it's if I'm not like intimidated, really, then I think I would just eat them normally because I wouldn't have to eat that many. How but, many hot dogs are you good for? That's, <laughs> that's what, what I'm trying to. We're getting yeah. a number. I mean, I think I could probably eat, if I had to six. Oh come on! You eat more than six? six? Yeah, that's yeah. it. You could definitely eat more than six. I, that's a lot of dogs and bread. <laughs> I say upwards of twenty. You just got to go fast, man. And like, I'd be that make you so sick. It would. Yeah, yeah. I, I enjoy my dog too much. <laughs> I want to put some mustard and some relish, you know, maybe maybe a little ketchup. You want to enjoy yeah, it, yeah. yeah. I just got to get excited. I just got to have my, like, squeeze bottle of mayo on my right hand. <laughs> oh, man. Are you going to blue plate it up? Yeah. Blue plate? That's where you get sick. Oh, man. <laughs> and then dunk it in the water. Plate. Oh, man. <laughs> oh, then you got to drink the water. Oh, man. 
Oh, uh, this is, I don't know what. watch. <laughs> that would be a good day, though. We need to do that. Hot dog. Hot dog contest. contest. We can't just have a bunch of people sign up. How many think we Oh, no. Do? We'll do like four, five, six, something like that. You have to pre register. We're going to like put them at a table and under yeah. a tent. Eating dogs. I love it. That's going to be fun. They got to guess how many hot dogs is in the BFO. Everybody mm-hmm. gets to do that. Yeah, and then we'll have well, a Well, that would be hard. Yeah, everybody puts it in, and then how do you do, how do, you do that? You I draw don't it know. out, or we have to rethink that. Wait, I don't know. I think, okay. like, whoever's putting them on, I guess maybe we would just count them, right? Oh, we would know. Yeah, we, we would know. We'd know how many we bought or oh, whatever. True. true. But, I mean, what if multiple people guess the same number? Then they go in the hat and you draw it. Maybe that way. Yeah. We all got 42. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that thing's probably I mean, going to hold like I have no hundred. idea. Well, it's got to be. I'm thinking a thousand. Yeah. Think, I mean, I mean, how does you think it'll hold? We're going to need a, we're going to need the Oscar Mayer Wienermobile here. <laughs> yes. <laughs> <laughs> Can we get the Wienermobile? Contact the I've Oscar. seen it in her name day. Heck yeah, I've seen the Kroger before. If it don't, maybe we can get like the Brian. <laughs> What's that? Circle B. <laughs> Y'all got a van or something you can pull up? <laughs> oh, Cadillac. Circle B Cadillac. Um. Yeah, that would be even better. <laughs> so we also had plenty of country plates and sausage. Oh, the we best cooked. sausage there is. So they have new flavors. Did you try all the new flavors we tried this weekend? Um, my favorite that I tried was that pineapple jalapeno. Yes. Did you buy that or Brian bring it? I think I brought that. Bought that. They one. come from Walmart. Yeah. So they got a pineapple and jalapeno, and it's really good. Really good. They have a. I didn't. We didn't try this one, but they have a maple blueberry. Someone t- Russell yeah. told us that was good, but I. I'm a little scared. Of, yeah. yeah. I haven't it. had a bad sausage from them, so I'd try it. But the green onion one's awesome too. They had a black pepper cheddar. Ooh, Ooh was it was good. good. It was spicy. Yeah, but I liked it. Then they had just a three cheese. It was really good. Yeah. They also if, you, a- if you're if you're sleeping on the country pleasing, made in your hometown, Florence, Mississippi, something's wrong with you. Something we're, we're not even sponsored by them, but I'd say the country pleasing studios. <laughs> Love my favorite sauce. <laughs> they have a pork and alligator sausage. Eh, that might be interesting with crab bowl seasoning. That is that like a store product? Or you got to go down there to Cooper's and get. I that? mean, I just went to their website. Yeah, I don't. I hadn't seen that one. I need to call Aaron. I said, man, he's got to send me. Hey, we got to get him to send send us some sauces. Yeah. They, they sell our seasons there. I need to do some swapping or something. Holding out on me, man. Got these new products and ain't telling me about them. <laughs> They're good. If you, yeah, I'm telling you, if you you hadn't had a smile, everybody now everybody says that they love the Koneka, the Koneka sausage from Maine, Alabama. It's good. It is good, but it ain't nowhere close to as good as this country. Please, it isn't. It's a little greasy. It's totally. It's too. It's it's got way more fake smoke flavor. The Koneka yeah. does. I mean, it's okay. I've had the Koneka and yeah. thought mm, that's pretty good. It's better than your typical smoked sausage you get in the grocery store. Did Did you see the uh, the rib eating contest they did at Memphis yeah. and May? I, I I never got to like see it straight up, but I was very surprised by who won. Yeah, there was like Why? a Grizz girl won. No, yep. They was did, one of the girls we met, too. me and Mikey. She was oh, was like, that one the ones going to? She ought to be down to show us, do the show. Hold video. up. These are multiple videos we can get with this girl. <laughs> She's like this little blonde girl, and she tore everybody apart in one. Really? There was one, like one day. I think they did it two days. The Shed sponsored it, and they did it two days. Is that one, one day, was hosting it? Yeah, one day it was a guy won it. That, and that was uh, the Friday one, I think. Because Jamie and them went down there, and they said, this guy ate like four trays of ribs. Now, they were bringing out trays of ribs, slabs on them. And this guy went through four trays. And Jamie said, "There's this dude's for the puke. He was just waiting on it. You know, he's yeah. gonna give, there's no way you could eat that much pork at one time. He said there was a, his, the second place one was a woman who was eight months pregnant. <laughs> now, I don't know what kind of liability <laughs> released you at the sign, but for them to let you go up there eight months pregnant and eat as much ribs as you can in like 15 minutes, that's crazy. But so the guy gets done with these four trays of ribs, and Jamie's looking around. He's like, I know this dude's sick somewhere. He said, he turns around, the dude's standing beside him drinking beer, like watching the rest of the award. Like, he didn't have to go sit down or nothing. He just ate – 
Ate a dozen slabs of ribs. I don't know how many it was. And then went over and started drinking. That's hardcore, That's man. impressive. You got to train for that. Like He might get eat the whole BFO full of hot dogs. I wonder if he was like a professional eater. Had, you know? Oh, yeah. That had to be. Yeah. Now, the Grizz girl, I don't know how you explain that. I mean, she must have been preparing for it or something. I mean, it was I, And that's, that's one impressive. thing. Yeah. Uh, I don't know. If, I mean, if, on a good day, if they weren't too sauced, and I didn't have too much to go with a slab of ribs, that's about as much you could eat. Yeah, that's and that's a lot. Not for a normal. I mean, you yeah. know, that's a lot for me. Yeah, and be comfortable. Yeah, but I yeah. guess you got to throw that out the out the window. You must. Have, it's sitting about enjoy. You're thinking about it a completely yeah, different way. You're thinking about sitting down, enjoying it. it. Yeah, I guess I am. I don't know. Licking your fingers, getting the last little morsels. Uh, uh, that's this some is, serious stuff, man. <laughs> that's some serious stuff. Not for you. Not I'm for trying me. to find it. We also had uh, cook some bologna. You always cook bologna. on the river. That's pretty much all we cook. And we wings, did, ton of wings. Yeah, we did a bunch of wings. Yeah. You're yeah. doing so much other cooking and focusing on, you know, and ribs. We, I mean, we cook. Oh yeah, we had a ton of ribs. Forty eight slabs <laughs> over the weekend. We did a whole full run on uh, Friday. <clears throat> Same comp top line, timeline, and everything, and then we turned around, and did it off Saturday for the judging. So you say we, and we cooked some. Yeah, you let Mark kind of. Captain, the he, he, he had Jay ran the pit outlaw. Jay Craig, appreciate that guy, man. He brought two beautiful pits down for us to use. Ran them the whole time. Never checked up any temperature you wanted to cook at. He had it ready to roll. All we had to do, all you had to do is season ribs, put them on, wrap them, take them off. It's that easy. <laughs> yeah, six in the world. <laughs> that easy. Talk about Miss Fancy. Oh, she's beautiful. She's almost <laughs> as beautiful as you. <laughs> she's almost. Uh, she's not quite as fancy as you, but she's pretty damn fancy. I don't know. Yeah, no, that's my. That's, she's that's, way that's fancier my, than that's my me. My new comp pit, man. She she did everything we wanted her to at Memphis and May. She's that's. She got us on stage. That's one of the prettiest pits I've ever seen. It is. It's gorgeous. It's got kind of like that sparkle in it, like they put on uh, bass boats. You know, what I mean? yeah. The sun hits it. Oh man, it's, it's bright red. Yeah. Yep. It's got all the little fancy trim, the killer hogs plate on the back and on the corners by the firebox. And oh man, that's super nice. Those outlaw pits. If y'all didn't check one of them out, you need to put your eyes on them because they are the real deal. I'm gonna put you on the spot. But what? Outlaw? Outlaw pits or Jambos? Jambos. Man, that's tough right there. The question. That's that's, that's like uh, Pepsi and Coke. I mean, they're both, <laughs> uh, you know. If I had to pick one right now, I'm going outlaw. I like I like Miss Jolene, and I bought her. You know, I bought her because I always wanted a jambo. That was my first stick burner that I ever bought, and I probably never. You'll get always rid of love her. her. Yeah, always love her. But that outlaw man, <laughs> ladies love outlaws. Oh, it's a good pit. I'm glad you don't have a wondering eye for women like you do pits. Like I do pits. <laughs> <laughs> no big hoss, the BFO. He's a bad dude now. You want to talk about the one that put now, him to work? That, that's a pit. That's, that's that whole pit. pit's impressive. Yeah. I wonder if Mark took him back to his, uh, his house. Is he out the I shop? think he's here. Yeah. Okay. I know Miss Fancy's out there. She's going to the house. <laughs> I'm taking Jolene down to the country, putting her away. She's a side piece now. She's, a, yeah. <laughs> She's not the main. Man. No, I, I, mean, I still like, you know, ain't nothing wrong with Jambo, but. That outlaw, hmm, that's a fine cooking machine. It is. I, I'm really impressed with that uh, BFO at how even the temperatures are. From man, from end to end, from end that's was you can cook right up. And what I do like about the outlaws, you can cook right on the firebox. Yeah, Jambo's got a hot spot, but man, you can cook right on the fire. You know, the whole thing cooks so even, rack to rack, even from from my patio to the fancy pit. To the BFO, there Jay's got them. The calculations lined out on those. I all know. Work. That's that's what's incredible. That's the what's engineering there. Yeah. I mean, to make that that even on that big of a pit. I mean, yeah. how big was it? You can what is it? Nine foot. I don't know how about the cooking space. It's. I guarantee it's that. It's, no, it's got to be longer than nine. Like man. ten foot. It's a lot. I need to put a tape on that and see. Yeah. Well, no, we're gonna fill it up with hot dogs. <laughs> <laughs> 
We need to go ahead. And start oh, I'm not going to tell anybody how we can't. We're not going to tell anybody the measurements of it because you calculate how much a hot dog. Yeah, is. you could. And so you know what? When we do hot dogs. We can't use all the same hot dog. We've got to use varying ones. Some of them got to be the Redskins. Some of them got to be regular. Okay. Some of them got to be different brands. We can have if we can get the Oscar Mayer windmill. We can do some Oscar Myers, but we got to do got to do different ones because that would throw the how many you can get the on calculations. There. Yeah. yeah. I mean, it's the same idea of like guessing how many jelly beans are in the jar. Yeah, we're gonna do that. Yeah, I found the article, so I know that I didn't just like hallucinate this. But yeah, so she won the ribbiting competition, but I it doesn't say how many she ate. Really, I do have been impressive though. Yeah, <laughs> heck yeah. Because I couldn't eat that many ribs. I don't know how many ribs it was, but how many you think you could eat? One slab, two two slab. If it was a contest, money was on the line. I guess I've done a slab and a half before. Yeah, nothing else with no nothing sides. on the line or anything like that. Yeah. No, that was just slow. for personal. Just for personal <laughs> gluttonous <laughs> reasons. Had a couple too many, uh, too many Millers probably. Yeah. <laughs> I'll eat a slab and a half of ribs. That's pretty impressive. A slab yeah, and a half. Well, there's this place in uh, Flagstaff, Arizona. They have a seven and a half pound burrito challenge, and I got down everything but half a pound, and it was like the oh, worst day of man. my life. <laughs> seven pounds I, of like, burrito? I physically what? couldn't swallow anything else. Like, it wouldn't go down. It was uh, the worst day of your life because you didn't accomplish yes. it? Yes. Yeah. So so I've never met anybody like that much. So what was it like after, like 30 minutes after, where you – you're just so uncomfortable, like because at that point, like like I said, like not even can you just not swallow food, but you can't like like your saliva is not going down, like nothing's <laughs> going down right anymore. Did it jack you up for like a week or anything? Or yeah, it was probably. I mean, it was probably a good couple days. Luckily, the burrito wasn't spicy or anything like that, yeah. but it was just so jam packed down. There's so much food. It's got to bark through Did your you body. Pee? It's got to come out one way or the other. Uh, well, yeah. like when you start swallowing stuff that you can't swallow, it's, it goes down the first time, but then it comes right back up. You just kind of like burp it back up, and it's just, oh. yeah. <sighs> So I had to go Man. to the bathroom and I couldn't finish and I was just like and I had I still had like fifteen minutes left too, but it's I couldn't yeah. wasn't happening. Nothing would make me want to do something like that. That's just yeah. <laughs> okay, yeah. so you're you're going for the hot dog though. You're yep. I got one entry for my hot dog eating contest. <laughs> I am there. Put Tyler down. He is the first <laughs> on the list. He is down. Training this weekend. I bet you we can get somebody to come in or, you know, you start. I don't know. We're not, are we putting up anything for this or is it just a. You got to have like a trophy at least. At least a trophy. There's a local guy. He came to the dip pretty recently and did the uh, whatever they call it, that challenge they have over yeah. there. What, I know they had a challenge. There's an ice cream challenge. Uh, I think it's shake. the Big Dipper Challenge, and it comes with like a ginormous hamburger, oh, fries, really? shake, drink. You got to eat all of it or all something? All of it, yeah. Or like out there on one of the tables or benches? Or <laughs> yeah. You got to take it bench. to your truck or whatever. It's part of the, part of the challenge. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Figure it you got to balance it on your knees. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But so any other – we had a great team this year, Memphis May. Weather was the best yeah. weather we've had out of any year at Memphis in May. There was absolutely zero mud. It was never hot. I mean, it got a li- afternoon may got a little bit of sun, just but it wasn't hot. Mm-mm. It was it was it was so chilly pleasant. one afternoon almost. I mean, it was it was absolutely gorgeous. So we got to thank Mark and Jamie Williams from Swine Line. That's right. They were Brian Wesson, yeah, son of a butcher. Uh, Russell Karen, steak princess. Uh, the the rights right on cue. Right um, Mr. Eddie Reed. Jay, Outlaw, Jay Craig, him and his wife Shelly. She's a shell too. So. Yeah, who else was? Who else helped us there? Uh, Jim Compart, Compart Farms. They're making for growing some awesome ribs. <laughs> of course, Royal Oak Charcoal. Uh, Tyler was there doing all the social for us. Kevin Green, the butcher shop, supplying the beef entry. Gamekeeper butchery. Gamekeeper butchery for the bison. Shell for all the hard work. Katie was there. Yeah, she went and got our uh, a lamb for us. Yeah, Katie for getting the lamb. That's right. <laughs> we had a crew, man. It was awesome. Mikey was there. He he helped Brian with the exotic and <laughs> lined out the Grizz Girls. <laughs> lined out the Grizz Girls. Yeah. Who was the Prano Pup person? Brought that, the, that was Eddie. Oh, Eddie brought the. Yeah, he went and got the Prano Pups. I was not happy with Prano Pups this year. Whoever had that little truck needs their license They were terrible. They, I knew something was up with that. Me and you walked in one morning. We brought, you know, I was like, oh, you think the Prano Pup stands open? And there was a bucket, like a five-gallon bucket 
all this batter dripping down the side. And like the lemonade was drunk down to about one or one and a half inches left in there. I said, chill. We're fixing to reserve this watch, <laughs> and the batter was still in there. And then we got, and then somebody went and got a pronto up that later that day, and I taste it. And I said, "This is the nastiest." Thing. It was so bad, How and do you I make love a pronto salty, pup? salty pronto pup. It's like a salty pup. And the the dog was all like gray on the inside. I've been in that batter all night, probably. I, I need to write a letter. Maybe that's pronto. why I got sick. I ate one bite of a daggum pronto pup. Everybody else took one bite too. <laughs> I need to write a letter to Mr. Pup. I thought you had a franchise going. Yeah, this one They were all going to taste the same. Yeah. Revoke that license. They were terrible. That's one thing. Whenever I see that Pronto Pup logo, I know I'm getting quality corn dog. Yeah. <laughs> Whether it's the short one or the foot long. <laughs> and I usually prefer the foot long one. That's just that's the way I am. It's a good one. <laughs> I mean, it has been a few years since I've had a Pronto Pup. I don't know if they've changed things, but. Yeah. Surely they wouldn't change their standards that low. I, really know. Yeah, I don't expect, know. But. The State Fair corn dogs are better than those. Oh, frozen ones. Ugh. You can get a better one Sonic, at Sonic. Yeah. yeah. Just order it well done if you go to Sonic. That's, the, that's your trick. That's my trick at Sonic. You can get, Sonic does a lot of dollar corn dog days or whatever. Though. 50 cent corn I'm dog. I'm a corn dog connoisseur. I ain't going to lie. I like a good corn dog. And a dog. Dog yeah. in any form. Brought. Dog in any form, yeah. But anything else from Memphis, May? Uh, no, it was, it, it was, I'm glad we got to have it. The COVID yeah. regulations weren't that bad. We masked up when we had to. Uh, we, you know, had sanitizer out. We never, our booth never got crowded anyway, so we didn't have a problem, but the crowds weren't that bad. Um, we walked down to Jay's. Durbin's booth on Thursday, and then we had a good time down there and visited. And uh, that's about all the you know traveling around. I did pretty much stayed in our spot, so we didn't get no trouble. But uh, it was it was pleasant. I, mean, I don't know how the public felt about it because I mean, no, there was people there. I mean, it didn't seem like it was ever crowded. But um, you know, we didn't have any issues. Oh, Emily! I, I forgot to thank Emily. Oh yeah, Sparks Sparks life. Yeah, she set up a you know help set up for the. For the home site and stuff. And when Whitney helped. Yeah, Whitney. Yep. It was but, all good. Um, and Waylon and Vaughn helped. Yeah. If you, the community, have you been at, interacting on the community? I know you've been busy and sick. I haven't been on social media any this week. In fact, I hadn't even looked at my phone. I just checked emails today. So if I <laughs> missed anybody on anything, I'm sorry. But I have been... Radio silent, <laughs> trying to recover. Um, I've watched a lot of Deadwood, <laughs> and I've watched a few movies, and I've drank a lot of Pedialyte, and ate some applesauce. But you're back. You're feeling but I'm better. I'm back. Heck yeah. I'm ready to go. I'm not ready to eat like a corn dog, I mean, corn dog contest or <laughs> drip contest or anything. But man, that's a good idea, a corn dog contest. Um, so sign up for the community. That's it, yeah. So, hey, where are we at? We didn't, talk about, we didn't talk about Palmer Home. I did that on purpose. Oh. Because we hadn't set our date yet. We're, oh, to stop? We, when we get no, when we're going to do the class. Oh. It'll be sometime this fall. Yes, I mean, but you have to set a real date. Why is, I mean, we'll do that after we hit our goal and we pick some winners. We're at $7,700. Oh, uh, uh, getting close to eight. I know. Let's hit that halfway mark here. By the, before the end of June, you want to do it? We're going to push it really, really hard uh, when we get back from our vacation. So next yeah. week, we'll not have a podcast. We are taking a family vacation. That's right. Time, Michael, school's, today's his last day. Mm-hmm. Well, we're taking him out of school. After he gets out today, he's done for the year. they got like some half days or something left where they're just going to go. I imagine the teachers make them clean up. <laughs> Why would you go for these two half days? You know you're not doing any school work. It's just like busy time for them. I mean, a lot of time it was. It was like they make you like put all the desks, yeah, like yeah, desks yeah, to the other it. place. It's crazy. They're, not They're just free babysitting. Yeah. They're just babysitting at that point. Yeah. But, so we're going, yeah, we're going on vacation. Do something fun. Uh, come back and it'll be June. It'll be Memorial Day. Um, I've got a recipe coming out for Memorial Day. I did already and it was awesome. Ribs. On a Weber kettle. You've done pork butt on a Weber kettle, yep. but you've never done ribs on a Weber kettle. Yep. And they were really good ribs. Really good. 
It's a slab of compart ribs. So that recipe will come out next week. If you get, have you got it edited yet? I will. You know what? I probably need to write the recipe for that before we leave. I will. I'll I'll get it edited. We'll be working this weekend. I don't like the sound of that. Shell. <laughs> <laughs> I don't. I'll be honest with you. I don't like the sound of that shell. <laughs> well, let's get to it. All right. Um, what else we got coming up? Anything else? Um. Just summer cooking. Put the hot dog vent down on your head. <laughs> oh, no. June 26. We're doing a hot dog One event. One month from this week, right? <clears throat> Pretty much. Pretty much. Um, we're doing a hot dog event on the 26th. Free hot dogs. Donations go to Palmer Home. Yeah. <laughs> we'll just put a bucket out there. Yeah, that'd be awesome. <laughs> um, on the 17th of June, we're doing like a Thursday night after hours Father's Day demo at yeah, the shop. Yeah, that'll be, you know, all about steaks and all the stuff dads love and yeah. stuff like that. Tyler, uh, we got any TikTok stuff? Lined up or anything? Uh, we got chicken thigh tacos coming out Ooh, that you yeah. did with Craig. The uh, everything, everything chicken thighs turned out really good. Really, really good. A lot of yeah. people actually made that recipe like within the first two days. They oh, said, really? Yeah, they said finally yeah. a recipe is something I have everything of in my. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I saw a t- uh, Tuffy Stone has a everything seasoning. Oh, really? Yes, it's like a the everything bagel seasoning. Yeah, he's got really. I saw, I saw he put a social post on today. He got a new bottling or something, a new size. Maybe bigger bottles, but uh, so I guess it's the same as everything bagel seasoning. Or either I don't think so. Would you find it? If not, it's a good idea. It's just a rub. Oh, it does have garlic and oregano in it, black pepper, cayenne, sumac, smoked paprika, and salt. We don't have any seeds in it, but it has a, a like a red rub look. Okay. In the picture, it well, does. that's totally different than what I was. Thinking. Yeah, I think it <laughs> it's is. It's not like everything. It sounds like an AP. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like an all-purpose. I bet it's good though. Yeah. But yeah, that's all I got going on, chill. I'm ready, ready to get this weekend kicked off. Of work. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, if you'd like to connect with Malcolm, it's How to BBQ Right on Instagram, Twitter, uh, Facebook, all of them. TikTok. And of course, MySpace. YouTube. <laughs> <laughs> Find me over on MySpace at Killer Hogs. And uh, if you'd like to connect with me, it's with Southern Chill on Instagram. Yeah. All right. Well, we appreciate y'all hanging out with us today. Hope everyone has a wonderful weekend and, and a great Memorial Day. We gone.